So did we get enough questions to sing the intro music? I don't think so. Even if we did, I was just thinking we would do like a intro music or something like that together. But I don't think we got it. Intro music. Well, hey everyone. Welcome to Destiny Midweek. Which is not the name of our podcast, but that's what we're going with right now. My name is Mark Bell, and I'm the family pastor here at Destiny Church. And joining me is Matt Bell, lead pastor. Matt, how's it going? It's going good. It's good to be here on this Sunday evening, recording the first episode of the podcast. Really excited about it. That's right. Episode one. Those of you who tuned in to episode zero... Thank you for doing that. It means so much to us. But this is the official launch of Destiny Midweek, which isn't the name. Speaking of, we did get some name suggestions sent in via Facebook, via text. And so I'm going to, if it's okay with you, yeah, I'm going to read through some of these. and um, Let's do it. You know, we'll see if we'll see if anything really just sticks out that we get grabbed by, consumed by. So the yeah, we're really trying to find a, a good name. We, Destiny Midweek is what we're using. It's a bad name though, but it it doesn't doesn't it's, really pop, right? It, it's not like ooh, what's that? Nobody's gonna be just looking at podcasts and see Destiny Midweek and nobody's say nobody's oh, gonna do that. I want to listen to that. So. We've got a couple suggestions here, more than a couple. We have the overflow. Wow. That sounds great. We have heavy stuff. <laughs> we have a whole nother level. We've got destiny delve, which I don't know if, I guess I have heard that word before. Yes, delving into something that makes sense. Okay, we've got desperately seeking followers that's accurate and this one is probably the most accurate so far is anyone listening is anyone listening to this i don't know i i mean i can i can i'm listening now right we're listening to ourselves so maybe you shouldn't ask maybe the name of the podcast shouldn't be an answer that you actually know the answer to because if we will be listening. It could be, is anyone else listening? Is anyone else listening? Is there anyone out there? All right, so we have we have some other ones that were suggested. Okay. It, it sounds like maybe those aren't grabbing you. You know, those didn't just, they didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't really feel a, a connection to okay. those. All right, we also had some submissions via Facebook by Sarah. Sarah suggested... Destiny Dig, Destiny's Digs, Destiny's Den, and Destiny Deep. You know, it's really interesting because Dig is one of the names that I suggested. You know, I knew that when these got suggested that you were going to bring this up. I wanted to call this thing the Dig, the D-I-G, the Dig, because we're diving deeper into no we're digging <laughs> because we're digging deeper into god's word 
together. But, right. But, we we are digging deeper into God's word, but I just don't like that name. Yeah. So I love the name. I think the dig sounds cool, sounds hip, sounds like something you'd want to listen to. But what, what would your what would your logo be? A shovel? Maybe a shovel? Maybe a like a bulldozer or <laughs> like what do you call those? Like a with the one arm that a crane? No, like like a bulldozer, but it's not a bulldozer. It has the a scoop, yeah, a the, <laughs> the scooper. <laughs> I don't know what that thing's called. Okay, Sarah, I'm sorry. I just I don't like it. But well, it's two. It's two against one at this point. So if if you have ideas on a name, send us your ideas. We want to hear your ideas. If you like the name, the dig. But she didn't say the dig. She said destiny dig. Right. So it's in the same ballpark. And anyway, I, that's if, if you don't like it, please let us know. Because right now, apparently, I'm outnumbered two to one. So help me out. Let's keep the dig away. So we're, we're just, I guess we'll just roll with Destiny Midweek until we get some new names that come in. But thank you for submitting these suggestions. Obviously, we care deeply about it. We're reading them, we're seeing them, we're talking about it, we're texting each other throughout the week. With these suggestions, we're praying over them. We take it very seriously. So in this podcast, a lot of what we're going to do is talking about the current sermon series, what was discussed, what we're preaching through. And so this morning, we started a brand new series on the book of Jonah. Matt, how do you think the sermon went today? Well, it's always exciting when you kick off a new book of the Bible that's an exciting Sunday for me because a lot goes into, you know, studying the background and the history of the book and to get ready. And so usually you have way more um, material than you have time on, on that first Sunday, especially. So it's fun. It's exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that at Destiny Church, we have a church that loves God's word and, and loves to go through books of the Bible together. Have you ever preached through Jonah before, or is, is this your first time outside of maybe talking to teenagers or children about the book of Jonah? It's not my first time. I actually preached through this book a couple years ago at a missions conference. I was invited to speak at Shell Lake Full Gospel Church at their missions conference, and I had two nights to speak. And so I, I prepared two sermons from Jonah. Did you know that? No. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. So... <laughs> So at Shell Lake Full Gospel Church, um, their missions conference, their services are like three hours long. Um, Their services are longer than Gilligan's boat tour was supposed to be. And so um, I kid you not, they introduced me and put me up to speak over two hours into the service. So the service started at like seven o'clock. It's it's past nine o'clock and they're putting me up to preach. And I feel like I've got a message from God, right? Like I've been studying, I've been praying. Of course. I mean, who, who shows up to speak at a conference without coming with a message from God? Right. And, uh, but both of my messages were from the book of Jonah. So I was going to speak two nights and I really thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read through this whole book. I'm going to start, 
verse by verse verse by verse non non without stopping without stopping straight through straight through i'm just gonna read through this whole all thing four chapters all four chapters all 50 something verses because uh, I, I really want to develop a couple messages from from this and so we'll just we'll lay the foundation we'll get everybody really familiar with it and so um i said i was going to do that I, you know i got up to speak and everybody everybody laughed because mm. they thought i was joking <laughs> but they don't they didn't know me that well and so i proceeded to read the entire book of jonah from the pulpit at this missions conference and um they all made fun of me and they still do to this day for doing that and the the next night when virgil pastor virgil introduced me to speak he said man you know last night that was a really good message he said it's certainly not the worst sermon i've ever heard at our missions conference and i thought you know what there's somebody worse than me that's great so did did you still speak the second night or i did was... yeah they let me come back oh, and, okay and that's that was good. really nice of them and he you know pastor virgil said that when i started to read through the whole book of jonah he he what he thought to himself was oh my goodness this poor man doesn't have anything to say and so he's just trying to fill up his time by reading the bible um and then he said but it you know turned out to be actually really good and so he, he complimented me on that and so when i got up i said apparently at shell lake full gospel church you can read too much of the bible here and everybody laughed and we had a good time so that's great yeah so they like everything else being very long just not the reading of the word of <laughs> just god not to when be you long take 10 minutes i mean it takes 10 minutes to read through it doesn't take that long uh so anyway now up in wisconsin i have the reputation of being the preacher that read through the whole book of jonah that one time i mean it's good to be remembered for something for something and if you're going to be remembered for something it might as well be committed and passionate about God's word, right? Re yes, reading the Bible. It's always a great thing to be remembered by. So all of that to say you have I have I I've taught I, the book of Jonah I before. Have, uh but not this way, not verse by verse, not um taking uh, a a series and going through those two messages that I developed for Shell Lake were more thematic. Hearing God's call on your life stepping into that and this we're really diving into uh, who jonah was and the background behind the book and and really the message that's communicated verse by verse so we're going through this book over a period of six weeks this is going to be a six-week series today you covered verses one through three mm -hmm. one through three what was the high point or the the big idea big takeaway of today for those of our listeners who weren't there this morning who haven't heard the message yet what would you say the big takeaway yeah, the, was i think the you know i laid a lot of uh, foundation for jonah and his um his background and his context and who he was as a person and as a prophet that we read about in second kings uh, but really i think the the big takeaway once that foundation was laid and obviously also talking about nineveh and the assyrians but the big takeaway was that God loves all people and that his love is not like our love that our a lot of times we we want to be around people like us we want to surround ourselves by people that share the same kind of interests and that that are at the same stage of life as us and and we want to love people who are like us but 
God's love is not like that. That God's love breaks down boundaries. God's love breaks through borders. God's love is, is a radical kind of love, even to wicked and sinful people and to people that aren't like us. And so, uh, the, the, really the high point was talking about God's love and his love for all of us because we've all, as the Bible says, sinned and fallen short of, of God's plan. And so, um, yeah, that, that was the high point. Also talking about how where Jonah failed that Jesus was victorious and how Jonah didn't want to do what God called him to do, but Jesus submitted to the will of the Father. How Jonah ran away from preaching to the lost and Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And how Jonah didn't want to go to a people who weren't like him, but Jesus constantly broke down those, those boundaries and barriers, ministering to the people we see that he ministered to in the gospel. So, so to me, that, those two ideas were really the big highlight and uh, calling people to, to respond to God's call to love others. Great. Sounds like it was awesome. Um, if you aren't aware, we also have a Sunday sermon podcast that comes out every week. So if you didn't get a chance to hear today's message, you can start following that podcast as well. Um, so at Destiny, we usually have about a 40 to 45 minute time frame for our messages. And I know you, there's a lot to cover, a lot of foundation to lay. Do you feel like you were able to get to all of that today? Or you know, one of the great things about this podcast is it gives you a chance, you, Pastor Matt, a chance to expand on what maybe you didn't get a chance to cover. So I guess this is the portion of the podcast where I'm letting you expand. You're letting me off the hook or off the leash? Off the leash. Okay, unleashed. Matt Bell <laughs> unleashed. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the podcast, Pastor Matt Unleashed. Nobody wants that. Uh, that's not going to be good for anybody. I think I have a picture already that I could use for the uh, artwork. Don't put people, don't put images in people's heads. Uh, so yeah, there's a couple of <laughs> there's a couple of ideas um, that I, I would have loved to got to, but didn't have time. Uh, and the first is why does God pick Jonah? You know, of all the people He could have picked of all the prophets that certainly would have obeyed him and obeyed God more readily, God picks someone that he knows won't obey him. Why does he do that? And the reason why is because he's not only wanting to accomplish his mission, God's not only wanting his mission to be accomplished, he's also wanting to accomplish something in his prophet, in Jonah, in Jonah's heart and life. And so God calls him, he speaks to him, not just for the Ninevites sake, but also for the sake of Jonah. And so it's not just Nineveh that's being reached out to and pursued by God. What we'll see is that it's also Jonah through this story that's being pursued by God. Didn't have time to really delve into, into that today. Delve. You said delve. Yeah, that seed was planted. Destiny delve. Didn't have time to delve into that. Um, the other idea is that I didn't get to get to today was running from God. And, you know, I think a lot of people maybe grew up in the church and, um, you know, they, they stray away from the faith or they end up running, uh, from God and, or, or we, we think of them as running from the church and really what they're doing is they're running from the Lord. They're running from God's call in his life. And, 
we have reason to believe that the place that Jonah heard this word from God was actually in the temple uh, in Jerusalem. And uh, the reason we, we think that is that in, in his prayer in Jonah chapter 2, um, Jonah talks about hearing God's word and, and hearing it in the temple. And so people often run from God by running away from the places that remind them of hearing from God and feeling conviction in their life. And so people will run from the church. They'll run from relationships that remind them of hearing God's voice in the hopes that they can stop this calling or stop this conviction. And that many people today are still running in the same way, running into our culture, into their careers, trying to drown out God's voice in entertainment, uh, hoping they can escape God's call on their life. And I didn't really have time to, to flesh out that idea that just as Jonah is running from the temple, God's where God's presence was, he wasn't necessarily trying to get away from a physical place. He was trying to, to get to a place where he thought he could ignore uh, God's voice in his life. Yeah, I think you did do a great job, though, this morning showing why Jonah possibly was running from what God was calling him to do. For those who weren't there this morning, who haven't had a chance to listen, can you just briefly go over what was going on with Nineveh and why an Israelite wouldn't exactly want to go to Nineveh to tell people to repent and turn to God? Yeah, I mean, the Ninevites, uh, the, the city of Nineveh is the, the capital city of Assyria, and uh, Assyria was a nation that was on the rise, and it was um, they were conquering nation after nation, uh, city after city, and they, they were really rotten people. You know, where in verse 2 it says that, go and preach against Nineveh because their wickedness has, has come up before me. Uh, God is serious. They're, they're, they are wicked people. And uh, we, we see at the end of Jonah, Jonah chapter four, that the reason he doesn't want to go is he does not want them to repent. Like he really wants God to bring judgment and justice on these people for the horrible atrocities that they've done. And also Assyria was breathing down the neck of the Israelites. You know, they're their border. They're their, they're their, the Assyrians are their neighbor just to the east. And so um, if Nineveh repents, I mean, what does that mean for Israel? And what does that mean for God's people as, as the superpower is there? And so that, that's the reason why um, he, he, you know, as a Jewish person that Jew, typically didn't think very highly of Gentiles and to, to leave your country to go on a missions trip uh, wasn't what he had planned for his life. So I could see, I'm sure we'll get into this. In, in the later messages, but I can see where already this can be very applicable for us today as we look out into the world and just see the evil that's all around us. It kind of can be our tendency to not necessarily have such a missions heart for those people who we would write off as super wicked or worse than us, but that's what's great about the gospel and that's what's great about Jesus's message of love and his salvation is that nobody is too wicked. We're all equally as wicked and evil as the other. Yeah, we all we all we all need God's grace and um that's the beautiful thing about the story of Jonah is it's not just the Ninevites that need the grace of God. It's also the people of God. It's also Jonah who who really needs God's grace to transform him and transform his heart. 
And so, are you done? Are you, are, not, are, are you done? <laughs> are you done talking? No. Are, do you feel like you have delved? Yeah. I, deeper. I, yeah. Yeah. Are, I feel in, like any, I have delved deeper. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're good to. We can move on. To yeah. move on. Yeah. If you want to move on to the next segment. Yeah. Let's move on to the next. I don't segment. know if there's some music we play to transition at this point or. No, there's not. Okay. I thought about it real quick, but there's not. One of the things that we are so excited about this podcast is getting questions from you, our listener, and answering those questions on this podcast. And so we got quite a bit of questions that came in. Um, For those of you who listened to episode zero, we said if we got at least 10 questions that we would sing the intro music and... We did not sing the intro music, so that was our way of letting you know that we did not exactly get 10 questions. But I want to thank everyone for submitting their questions. We got a lot of great questions. Some of the questions we got were really good questions, but they weren't exactly questions that had to do with Jonah, and so we're not going to cover those on this podcast. There were even some questions that were on the book of Jonah that we're going to cover in some later messages. So we're going to put those questions in our back pocket. So all of that to say, if we don't answer a question that you asked, don't be offended. Don't let your feelings get hurt. We will get to your questions at some point, but without further ado, I'm going to get to the first question. All right. I'm excited. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is going to be good. So do we, if, if we know who the question is from, do we say who the question is from? I think so. Yeah. If they put their name if on they there. put their name, they're, yeah. they're probably wanting some sort of recognition. Yeah, we'll give them a shout out. Free publicity. So this one comes in. It says, great message this morning. I like it already. Great. I mean, it's, this man. is a, this is a man of encouragement and I know it's a man because he put his name. The question is, I'll read the question and then I'll say who it's from. I heard Jonah was originally from Wales. Is that true? Now, this question came from Rich M. I I don't have the rest of his last name. I don't know if it got cut off on the formatting of this Excel sheet. Rich M. Jonah, not originally from Wales, spent some time in a whale, but uh, not originally from Was it a whale? I mean, I mean, maybe we'll get to that later. Could have been. You didn't hear me just ask that question. Could have been. Could have. Okay. Thank you, Rich M, yeah, for thanks submitting for, that. Thanks for that question. I mean, that's the first question answered on this podcast, Destiny Midweek. That's not our name. The next question that came in, it goes like this. Hi, Matt. Because we're studying Acts and KBI. Shout out to KBI. KBI stands for King's Bible Institute. It's our two-year higher-level education Bible course that we have here at Destiny Church that meets every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Going deeper. Just another We really love going deeper into God's Word here at Destiny Church. We love to just, just dig and dig and dig. We like to get our scoops and shovels and heavy machinery to dig. Um, okay. Getting back to the question, it struck me that the people, 
that the Bible mentions both Paul and Jonah and journeys to Tarshish and Joppa. I haven't been able to do any research at all. This is still the question going here. As we just left church, so they're asking a question right after they leave church. This is what we want. I mean, you can even ask it during church, but right after church, they just have the word on their mind. Okay, so they're wondering if it's just a coincidence because they were both in the Holy Land or is it significant? Is there significance to this? As always, we got a lot out of the sermon today. THX. Is that thanks or? Thanks. Uh-huh. Okay. I know if that was thicks or. All right. Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, and I'm really glad you got a lot out of the message today. Uh, so it is significant. Um, the 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 fact that they both were in Joppa is is very significant and that's actually something that uh, I wanted to mention today but also didn't have time to but in the book of Acts in Acts chapter 10 we read that Peter is staying in this port city of Joppa and those of you who have been to Israel your first stop uh, as soon as you get off the airplane and get on the bus the first place you go is Joppa and so I had a really awesome time taking a group there uh, last year and hope to do it again sometime in the future. Uh, but Joppa is a port city on the Mediterranean. It's a, it's a beautiful place. And Peter was staying there. And in Acts chapter 10, Peter receives this vision from God to go and, or, or basically this vision of a sheet coming down and there's these unclean animals that that Jewish people weren't supposed to eat. And God tells him three times, rise, Peter, kill and eat these animals. And Peter says, there ain't no way I'm eating that for lunch. I've never touched anything unclean, anything common. And God tells him what I call, don't, don't call common basically what I have, have set apart, what I have cleansed and sanctified. And right at that moment is when um, some messengers came from Cornelius, who was a Gentile and God had appeared to Cornelius in a vision and said, look, go and send for a man named Peter and he's going to come preach to you. And this was God's way of showing Peter and the early church in Jerusalem that salvation was not only for the Jews, but it was also for the Gentiles. It was for the whole world. And this is not an accident. You know, this is not just a coincidence. This is God's divine plan and providence that Joppa is the city where Jonah ran because he didn't want to preach to Gentiles. And Joppa is the same city where God called Peter to go and preach to the Gentiles. So yes, those two ideas are definitely connected as um, that's where Jonah ran to escape God's call to preach to the Gentiles. And that's the city where God called Peter to go and preach to the Gentiles. Great. Thank you for that question. I have a question for you. Yeah. This isn't written down. It's not on our spreadsheet. Off the cuff. So being someone who you have been to Israel now twice. Yes. When you read in the Bible now, when you see Joppa, is that the first thing you think of is what you saw when you went? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, 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 you're on this hill, Joppa's on this hill. It's a hillside seaport and, and you just look out over the Mediterranean and it's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's absolutely breathtaking. 
they take you to Peter's house, to this house. He, it wasn't Peter's house. He was staying with a man named Simon the Tanner. They know the house. They take you to that house where Peter was staying, and uh, they don't let you go in because it's, it's a privately owned house. But you can go to the place and see the, the roof where Peter was, where this vision came down. And, I mean, you're just back. You're back there. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing experience. Uh, I highly recommend if you ever have the chance to go, if you're ever able to go uh, to Israel, to absolutely do it. It makes the Bible come alive. Did you, what questions did you ask me? I can't that, that, that was a great answer. So a follow-up to that. So he stayed with Simon the Tanner. Did he have, was, was there like a, um, like a tanning bed on top of the roof? there at Simon's house or uh that I think that's what Peter was doing up on the roof I see it's he was getting a tan okay <laughs> <laughs> last question that's where you're supposed to have the crickets uh there was crickets I heard him no no sound machine required so our last question comes and it says, thank you for such a great message this morning. You're welcome, whoever this is. There is a question to the rest of that. Okay, here we go. It says, do we know when the events in the book of Jonah took place? Was this before, during, or after the Israelites' exile? Now, before you answer that question... I feel like we're hopefully doing this podcast. We're going to reach out to some younger listeners. So maybe in like two minutes, you can explain what the Israelites exile was first. I think that will be beneficial for the hearers. Sure. So I'm, I will explain it, but I'm going to do it at the end. So, okay. We do know when it happened. It happened before the exile. Um, and, we, we believe by comparing the book of Second Kings chapter 14 and the book of Jonah and, and, and the prophet Amos and Hosea and those books of the Bible that this book is dated approximately 760 B.C. The exile took place in 722 B.C., about 40 years after Jonah went to Nineveh. And the exile was when God brought judgment on the nation of Israel for their wickedness, their idolatry, their paganism. Uh, he called, they, he basically said that they were whoring themselves out to foreign gods, that God had called them to be his people, but the way that God viewed it was like they were sleeping around with these other uh, foreign gods. And so God repeatedly sent prophets and messengers to his people to call them to repentance, to call them to faithfulness, to call them out from serving these foreign gods. And they continued to refuse and to harden their hearts. And so God eventually brought discipline and judgment upon them for their wickedness. And interestingly enough, he uses the Assyrians to bring this judgment upon Israel. So it's the Assyrians who march on Israel and conquer Israel some 40 years after Jonah went and preached there because Israel refused to repent and to turn away from idolatry. So 
We do know when it happened. It happened before the exile. The exile happened about 40 years after Jonah went to Nineveh. Awesome. Thank you for that question. And thank you everyone who submitted a question. Like I said, we got more than the three that we read. A few of them have to do with Jonah that we'll get to in a later podcast. I actually put, um, I actually put something on Instagram a little while ago and oh some, really? Yeah. Some people or one person, uh, responded. So this is hot off this the press. I haven't even seen you haven't this. haven't even seen this question. You're not even going to run it by me. No. To ask. No. You're just going to ask yourself the question. I'm going to let you answer these questions. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'll let you answer. Um, okay. Oh, there's two. There's two that came in, and they're from Bobby Sayer, all the way from Japan. All the way. What time is it in Japan right now? It's like. What time is it in Japan? In Tokyo, Japan, it's 12.34 p.m. It's 12.34 oh, wow. p.m. Yeah, so he's... He's having his lunch. He's eating lunch. And this this might have to do with his lunch. Bobby says, uh, do you think Jonah would be a sushi fan or did the seaweed around his head scar him? That's a great question, Bobby. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say that spending three days in the belly of a big fish, it would scar me from eating anything that had to do with the water. So yeah, Bobby, I don't think he would be a sushi fan. Yeah. Um, I think maybe he might enjoy the process of creating sushi, chopping up fish, letting some anger out on those fish, putting a big old blade across the head of a fish to create sushi, but I don't think he would eat it. That's my answer. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. And then Bobby uh, asked one other question, and I'll answer this one. He says, "Is well, Jonah? Sure, can I ask it then?" Yeah, sure. It's just a, it's just so we can, there. you know, be consistent with our format here. That's important. Is Jonah? This is from Bobby Sayer at Bobby Sayer on Instagram. Real quick, just a plug for Bobby Sayer. If you want to follow him on Instagram, see all the great things he's doing in Japan one of our amazing young missionaries that we've sent out here from destiny church taking the world over for jesus yep. in japan and i get okay. to, i'm actually going to be visiting him uh in about a month so really excited about that too see what happens when you post your questions we we talk about you too if you're doing great stuff so bobby's second question is is jonah someone we can take view as a godly example or his it, <laughs> Bobby, I need to read this again because uh, there's some there's some grammatical stuff going on he's, with this he's question. He's doing great things for Jesus, but needs to work on his grammar. Okay, Bobby, I'm I'm trying here. Is Jonah someone we can take view as a godly example, or is his story a cautionary tale? Thanks. You know that's an interesting question. I I think. Um, and probably this is for, for this probably applies to more people who grew up in church, but there is the tendency to either put people on pedestals, uh, and to, to look up to them as examples or to, to think of them as, as a cautionary tale. Um, but I, I don't think that that's necessarily the right way to approach the people in the Bible. They all are flawed and very broken people. And there's only one person that we should be following their example. And that's 
Jesus. That's the Lord Jesus. And so if we put anybody else on a pedestal um, as a quote unquote example for us to follow, we're going to be disappointed. There's, there's, there's going to, we're going to see the cracks. We're going to see the flaws in them. And knowing that certainly we can follow people's example, but we, we have to know that, that they're not going to be perfect, that they are going to fall. They are going to fail. And so I would say it lands somewhere in between. Jonah's just a person. He's just flesh and blood like me and you. And there are things from his life that we can follow. Uh, he, he eventually in, in Jonah chapter two, he, he repents and he comes back to God and he follows God's call in his life. That's, that's certainly something that we can learn from. He also runs from God. We don't want to do that. So, you know, it's kind of this pendulum that swings back and forth, but I think that's, it's that way with everybody. And so the, the one example that we always need to look to is the Lord Jesus. And we can know that he will never lead us astray or never let us down. That's good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Bobby Sayer, all the way from Japan. I think that does it. You think, do, you, do you have, do you think Bobby's having sushi right now? Hmm. You think that's that's what maybe Bobby needs a podcast like Bobby's sushi hour. There you go. Bobby sits down. He eats lunch. He responds to our questions live that he won't hear the answer to until three days later. But then he's doing a podcast at the same time about his sushi and what he's eating. So if people have questions, how can they uh, how can they send those in? They can send them in via email yeah. at podcast at destinychurch.cc. Uh-huh. Or they can also text in their question. Okay. How do they do that? They get their phones out. Yeah. And do you have the number for them? I'm I'm trying to talk really slow. I'm thinking that you're gonna show me the number. <laughs> or you're just waiting I, for me to say I don't know the number matter. so that you can tell you, me that you do know the number. If you want to text in your question, you can do so at two one zero four zero five six two six seven or email it to podcast at destinychurch.cc. Or there's actually a place that you can submit it on our website at destinychurchsa.com forward slash midweek. And so we would love to get your questions for next week and looking forward to another great week in the book of Jonah next Sunday, this coming Sunday. That's going to do it for episode one of Destiny Midweek. I feel like I I just need to stop even saying Destiny Midweek. I feel like the more times we say it, that's actually going to be the name. So we need, I mean, send becomes. us ideas. We, we need your ideas. We are desperate for names. Uh, I think the dig, I think that's, uh, you know, if you like that, please, please, please tweet Mark and tell us how much you don't like the dig. <laughs> I need your help. People flood pastor Matt's Facebook. When you listen to this, telling him how much you do not like the dig. But thanks for tuning in. We're really, really excited about this podcast and all of the opportunities that present themselves with what we can do with it. So 
send us your questions, send us your name suggestions, and keep giving us great feedback. Once this thing actually hits Apple's podcast, they haven't re- they haven't approved it yet. Yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for. So you know what? I think we should send out a like a prayer. Like with the bat signal, but like a prayer signal saying, pray for this podcast to get approved by Apple so that we can just be more effective. We can reach more people because honestly, a lot of people aren't just going to go to our website. Should we tell them where it's at, where they can get the podcast if it's not? I mean, you can, I mean, if they're listening to it now, they've found how to do it. So (laughs) I mean, (laughs) if they're hearing this, they've somehow managed. I, I don't know. You never know. Okay, so never mind. You know where the podcast is. We're not even going to tell you where it is because you know. Well, that's it. That's the end of episode one. Episode two will be coming your way next Wednesday. I'm Mark Bell. And I'm Matt Bell. Thanks for listening. And let's just continue to show God's radical, unending, unconditional love to people all around us this week. God bless you. Outro music.